Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Sheff. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast. It's that time again. It's Friday. We are here to learn to earn. Ladies and gentlemen, the time, some of you are listening to this right after we record it. Others, you're going to be listening to it maybe years from now. It is February 2017. Tax season is around the corner. The CPAs are getting excited. It's time to fill their bank accounts. Of course, most of the CPAs I know own real estate, so their bank accounts stay full all year long. Today, I, you know, I, and, and I, get a lot of people that are constantly asking me tax questions and I am not smart enough to answer tax questions. It's not something I'm good at. So what I do, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are just tuning in the show is I find out, I find people that are smarter than me that are experts in their craft. I go out, I reach out to them. I bring them on the show to ask them the questions that number one, I want to know and the questions that you've reached out and asked me all along. Now, for some reason, um, I don't know why people are reserved about going to talk to a CPA and do some tax planning and get themselves squared away. But instead, you come to me and ask me tax questions, and then I wind up telling you to go see your tax professional. So hopefully today, we're going to unwind a lot of that and give you some of those answers that you seek. With us today on the show is Craig Cody. He is a CPA. He's also the owner of Craig Cody and Company out of Manhasset, New York. Did I get that right, Craig? Yes, you did. Thank you, you for having me. You're, you're uh, NYPD former. I am retired, yes. Outstanding. See, I'm a former law enforcement, too. I didn't retire. I got out a little sooner than that. My story goes real short is, you know, when I went to the academy, Craig, I don't recall them saying anything about people shoot at you. <laughs> and then that happened one day, and I decided that, you know, being a father of an of a infant, that probably wasn't a good idea for me. So I made a career change. A smart move. <laughs> real quick uh, career change. So welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Um, you know, like I was saying during the intro here is that my audience, we investors for some reason are resistant. Some of them, a lot of them, actually, the majority of them that I run into are resistant to seeking out good, solid tax advice. And that's a problem because as you well know, taxes can be number one, challenging. And number two, if you ignore them, they're not going to go away. Uh, we live in an age where the IRS will, people send them records from all over the country that have your name on them. Uh, for example, you go to you close on a piece of real estate. The title company attorney does the closing. will report that information to the Internal Revenue Service. You've got to play by the rules when it comes to doing your taxes or anything else you're doing in business. And that's one of the reasons I have you here today. But I noticed when I was doing a little bit of research prior to the show that you're a certified tax coach. Can you help me and the listeners understand what that's all about, being a tax coach? Yes. Yes, that's, that's a group of individuals like myself, uh, CPAs, enrolled agents that go for some extensive and ongoing training, at which where we learn how to look for missed opportunities, missed deductions uh, for individuals and businesses, 
um, where they can actually save money and keep more of what they make. Now, I read in Tax-Free Wealth, written by Tom Wheelwright, one of the first books I read of the Rich Dad series, and in that book it talked about uh, that the, the IRS code, the majority of it is written to explain how not to pay tax, and that most people think that that big pile of code is all about different ways they can hit you with tax. But in reality, the IRS, if you take the time to understand the code or in your case, hire somebody that does, the IRS can be rather forgiving. They, they give you a lot of the information. Is that correct? Oh, yes. There's a lot of um, opportunities in the tax code for people to save money, but it all comes down to planning and most people fail to plan. In my opinion, and this, this is fact, I've seen this, maybe my opinion, I believe it's fact, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, it's pay me now or pay me later. You can, if you're, if you're failing to plan, you're, that pretty much tells me you're planning to fail. Correct. That's very true. You know, I, that's a mistake that I made early on in my investing there. I was flipping houses a, a lot back in the day and I didn't even think it didn't occur to me at the time. I wasn't too smart when I was in my twenties that I needed to declare all that. Well, what I found out was that the IRS receives those HUD ones. And then I got a very large bill from the IRS that I had to, to deal with. And of course the interest and penalties that go along with that. So I learned fortunately early on not to play games with the IRS. Um, <laughs> those, uh, those are battles that aren't often won, but uh, speaking of battles, you transitioned over from NYPD over to tax. How does that play out? I always had an interest in uh, wall street and uh, economics. And as I proceeded in my career, I, I, kind of drew more towards tax and started to learn more about tax. And honestly, you know, now that I've been doing this almost 17 years, it's actually more exciting um, to show somebody, hey, you know what, we're going to save you $20,000 in taxes this year than chasing some perp down the streets in New York City. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I honestly don't miss those days. I remember chasing those perps, but it wasn't <laughs> down the streets of New York City. That's for sure. I can't imagine doing what you did. That's for sure. You know, there's, there's, there's so many opinions out there when it comes to taxation. And I hear, I guess what troubles me is I hear a lot of bad advice, what I know to be terrible advice given out by unqualified people. In other words, everybody thinks they're an expert, but nobody ever bothers to ask the CPA. What are your, what are your thoughts on that as far as uh, it, you guys don't really, I don't, I, for what you do, I don't even see it being that expensive. No, no, it's it's not expensive. Um, and when you look at you know what the typical client of ours is saving when we do a tax plan, typically they the return on investment is four or five hundred percent. So what we do that's different than a lot of other accountants out there is most accountants are really good what they do, but they don't communicate with their clients and they put the right numbers in the right boxes, but it ends there. What we do is we communicate because that's really the most important part of it. And then we look for those missed opportunities for our clients to save some money. So missed opportunities. And, and I cringe every time I, I talk to somebody new that's gotten that's new to investing. And I say, well, who's your tax professional? The answer usually is TurboTax. And I'm thinking, oh, no, um, you're missing the boat. Not so much that you're going to get in trouble. That's not it. It's just what you said is that they're leaving money on the table. The, the, the government is making is putting rules and regulations out there to inspire us to invest in what they want us to invest in. And that if we choose to do that, if we f play by what they suggest in their tax code, 
that we will receive a favorable tax treatment. Yes, that's very true. And it just comes down as, you know, taking care of those opportunities. And while you cringe when you see the person that's doing it on a TurboTax, I smile because I know I could save them so much money. Yeah, exactly. I can imagine. And on average, I mean, I'll stop right there with the four to 500% ROI. I never even thought about that. It's like, that is huge. If you think about it, that's absolutely huge. Oh, yeah. I mean, if your broker came to you and said, I can make you, you know, four times on your money, you'd give them everything you could. Oh, and then some. It's nobody can ever do 400, 500% ROI on, on a real estate deal. So if this is really, this is what this is saying, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it this way, maybe this will help you get your head around hiring that tax professional, maybe giving Craig a call and, and giving him a run, is there is no better return on investment than hiring a tax professional. At four to 500%, there is no uh, nothing else you could invest your money in that's going to yield a return that high. Nothing else on the planet. Yeah, yeah, and then you take that money and you buy another property. Exactly, because I imagine that you have probably made sure that people have gotten some tax refund checks or some tax savings at least that may even allow people to pay cash for a property if they were dumb enough to do that. Yes, we, we stopped counting when we reached a uh, million dollars in client savings. That's crazy, million dollars in savings alone. That's absolutely crazy. I get a lot of people that come out of, they come to me, they find my show, unfortunately, a little too late. They've already been into some boot camp that's promised them that, you know, after the $10,000 weekend, they got upsold to the 10-day the super-duper course, and there are now $150,000 in credit card debt, and they've got five LLCs and all these things, but they don't have any assets. What is your advice as far as, as a new investor? And let's just take it step by step. Let's start out as a, as a wholesaler. And a wholesaler is obviously all ordinary income. Uh, it's earned income. They're, they're not, they don't own an asset. They just, they get the property under contract. They never actually close on the property. They go ahead and resell their rights in the contract. They receive a check at the closing table. So they don't get to take advantage of depreciation or any of the other good things that real estate can do for us. What does that look like? Does it make sense to have more than one LLC in a scenario like that, a very vanilla scenario? If that's all you're doing, no. Now, I guess the person that maybe has a couple of properties at the same time, you know, if, he, if he's actually taking uh, title of the property, right. maybe it makes sense. But, you know, the, the LLC is really for liability protection. And if you really aren't owning anything, there's no real need for liability protection. So multiple entities is probably just throwing money down the drain. So from a tax perspective, what is the, why, why are so many people in such a heck, such a hellfire rush to run out and get an LLC? I mean, these real estate gurus who are not tax people are preaching this. Oh, you got to go out and get it. an LLC means you don't have to pay any taxes ever. I've heard that before. And I know that's not true. Yeah, well, that's definitely not true. And uh, people that are wholesaling are basically, you know, buying and selling in what we call the ordinary course of business. So it's just like having a shoe store. Right. You, know, you have inventory, you sell it, you have your gains, you have your expenses associated with running that business, and you have ordinary gains or ordinary losses. Okay. So having an LLC doesn't absolve you of those liabilities. Those liabilities are still there. Right. I, I'm 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 a proponent of having an entity. Right. But if that's what you're doing, I don't know if it makes sense to have multiple entities. Okay. And obviously, ladies and gentlemen, it's a case by case. And if you want to dig deeper into your individual situation, this is the one thing I tell people, Craig. And again, correct me if I'm wrong. You're the expert here. Is that 
there is no such thing as vanilla blanket tax advice that applies to everybody, except for maybe the case of you must file your taxes. But um, outside of that, it, it it's this is why it's so important to reach out to somebody like you to say, here is my exact situation. I've got one condo. I've got a farm with horses and I've got a tree farm and I've got a gas station and two rental properties. What do I do? And because what that advice that you're going to give me, Craig, I imagine is going to be very different from the advice you would give somebody else. It's like, well, I've got 30 apartment buildings and about 3,500 units and about uh, $175,000 a month in, in passive income. That's going to be a different conversation, I would imagine, correct? It's going to be a totally different conversation. And that's why you know we always tell people you need to communicate with your professionals, whether it's your CPA, your, your attorney, uh, whomever, your coach, you need to communicate. You know, I just want to kind of demystify some myths. And I've heard people say, well, you know, if you call a, a CPA, they're going to charge you $5,000 right up front. Now, let's say I pick up the phone and I call Craig Cody and company tomorrow and I want to talk to somebody for an hour. I want some tax advice. I'm getting ready to go do a, a deal and I want to make see what my tax obligations are going to be. Generally speaking, and I know this is, this is very general, but what should someone expect to pay? It's not a $5,000 bill for an hour conversation, is it? Every accountant out there, you know, bills differently. Sure. You know, we typically aren't going to give that kind of detailed information unless we're doing a plan for somebody. Just because if we do a plan, we have all the information. Right. I don't want to have a conversation and you ne neglect, you know, not on purpose, but to give me something. And then I give you an answer and it turns out, well, there was a little piece that I was missing. And that would have affected your answer. you a lot of money. Yep. So we typically start with a tax plan for all our clients. And like I said, you're talking about a return of four or 500% typically, um, sometimes more than that. Um, and that's how we typically operate. Right. So I'm with your company now. I'm a customer and you've been doing my taxes for the last two, three years. You've identified this tax plan for me. We've sat down, we've figured it out together. We, you, you've educated me on, on, you've asked me lots of questions. You've taken my answers. You've for, helped me formulate this plan to help bulletproof my business, to earn that four or 500% ROI. Now it's two, three years down the road. I have a simple question. I can pick up the phone. You understand my situation because we've have this relationship now. You don't have to replan the plan every time there's a question now granted obviously you must probably change the plan as it sees fit because people grow you know and, and expand and whatnot but my point is once you have this relationship built Craig, and, and you understand my finances it becomes easier and easier and easier for you to give me the answers and guide me in my business as time progresses, is that factor? Is that actual accurate? Oh, that's accurate. that's very correct because you know our clients work with us on a regular basis. We you know, we don't have clients that come to us just in March or April because you know the doctor doesn't call you up to see if you're feeling good. Right. You need to communicate with the doctor, just like our clients need to communicate with us, so we know what's going on and we can give them the best advice. You know, I can tell you, I switched tax professionals. I made a big mistake a couple of years ago, and. And it wasn't a big mistake because I went from one tax professional to another that was good or bad or indifferent. They were both very good. The difference is, is that I price shopped and I went with somebody who was a lot less money. That really wasn't the problem either. It was the fact that I had to start over again and I did not ask the right questions before I left the first person, the first company. Nothing wrong with the first company. They were great. It just seemed to me that every time I had a question, it wound up being a several thousand dollar answer 
But at the time, I realized that I had only let them do my taxes for one year, so they hadn't had the time to really build uh, uh, enough of a history with me where they could help me. We, we didn't really even get finished on a tax plan, so to speak, because we had just gotten started in the relationship. So a lot of what I talk about in my show, Craig, so you know, is that I tell people is that you know, when you're building your team, the two most important elements is your tax and legal professionals because if I can call you up, Craig, and, and set up this plan and say, hey, I'm a, I'm a real estate investor. I focus on multifamily apartment buildings. 100% of the revenue we use is private capital. We pay our investors. They are usually part owners. We've got several different LLCs. I pay out a healthy return to them every so year, so often, every couple of years. We refinance, refinance these buildings, pay off our investors. I could give you my whole layout of how we make our money. You can come up with a plan, and if I stick with you, then we can continue to work this plan, and it, and it becomes your services to me become free. Even though I may get a bill, they're free to me because my, my, that exactly. ROI. Exactly. Because that ROI might basically, when it's all said and done, you know, I'm making you money. Yeah, you become like one of my apartment buildings is that you, you generate right. an income for me, essentially, an income that I didn't know I even had coming. Unfortunately, most people look at it as a as an expense when we try to explain to them, no, we really are a profit center for you. Right. And I have this very same talk with, with the people on my team. It's, uh, I have an assistant and other people on my team. It's like if, if you become an expense, that means you're not bringing value to the table. If you're bringing value to the table, you should be a stream of income. So if I pay somebody 30, 40, 50 bucks an hour, uh, as an assistant or whatever to help me with my marketing or, or whatnot, that person generally should be producing twice that much revenue in, in your services. And and I'm sure it's not exclusive to you. It would be to any good, solid tax professional should be providing a huge return uh, as compared to trying to do it yourself or shopping by price. That's That's absolutely scary. Very true. Very true. Now... New investors, you know, I see this, again, bad advice. I hear them talk about, well, I'm going to go out and get an S-corporation. And then if I get an S-corporation, I can put all my properties in an S-corporation. And then I don't have to pay tax. And there's all these different myths and, and things. What's the best way to, to, to develop a relationship with a company like yours? I mean, do we get on the phone? Is there some sort of initial training? Is there a consultation? What does the planning stage look like? How's that so, play out? So with us, it's it's a consultation. It's First, it starts with the tax analysis. We review prior year tax returns. We have a conversation. What are you doing? Especially on a new investor. What are you doing? Right. How are you doing it? Then after we do the analysis, we come up with a plan. We explain to them, okay, this is what the plan's going to cost you. This is what we expect your return on investment is. Are you ready to go forward? Um, if they're ready to go forward, we typically do like a WebEx or a Skype. Right. And we start to implement the plan with the client. Perfect. And then you, they've actually paid for access to my brain. And I hate to sound like I'm being, you know, cocky there, but it's they've they've paid for that access. Well, and as they rightfully should, because it, what I found out this year is that you can't continue to provide uh, a ton of value to the general public at absolutely no cost to yourself. There is a cost to that. And some, unfortunately, you know, no matter how good you want to do to help people out there, you have to, you're entitled to make to make a, to charge a fee for that and to earn a revenue. And, and if you compare that to the cost of bad advice, I can tell you just, I was having lunch with an investor today and he 
got some really bad tax advice and he got hit with uh, fees and penalties from the IRS from that advice that exceeded $50,000. Now, I would be willing to bet, Craig, that if I wrote you a check for $50,000, you could probably hand me a large portion of that money back or handle my taxes for many, many years unless I was some Fortune 500 company. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that it happens, but... And that's when you go, when something like that happens, that's when you go and you get a second opinion because sometimes penalties can be abated or removed. Now, you wrote a book, and it's called The Secret. Well, you've wrote, written more than one, actually, but at first I want to start with talking with your first one there, The Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I co-authored that. That was an Amazon bestseller. It came out about three years ago. Um, I wrote it with about nine other people, and it was about um, a bunch of different tax strategies that business owners could use. And business owners, real estate investors, they fall into the same camp. Right. My second book, which is recent, is the 10 most expensive tax mistakes that cost business owners thousands. And that is fairly recent. And that talks about some of the things that you can be doing um, that most people are not. So in other words, you know, it's kind of like what they say, an ounce of prevention is is more valuable than a pound of cure correct and it all comes down to planning because this is none of this is rocket science um, it's not that I'm a genius but we take the time to plan where most people don't most accountants are putting the right numbers in the right boxes and doing it really good but we're proactive they're re reactive now in a lot of cases it, you know and I can see the point here with planning versus you know being proactive instead of being reactive because if I go do the wrong thing for 12 months and then I, of course, document said wrong thing. I'm doing, let's say I'm doing my quarterly returns myself. Now I file these returns. I've done everything the wrong way. I come to you in January, knock it on your door, and I bring you that, that uh, uh, file box that's slapped full of receipts that are disorganized, they're a train wreck, and I've been doing everything wrong. Is it, it, it To some degree, it's kind of a little too late at that point, isn't it? I mean, you can't, you can't just wave your magic wand and fix my mess 100%. Uh, Not 100%, but sometimes there are late elections that you can make, and the IRS allows them to be made. That can save people a lot of money. Right. So it's it's never too late. We like to say, talk to us beforehand. Don't wait till the end of the year or, or the new year. But we are working with people now where um, they came to us in January, and fortunately, by making certain types of late elections, we can actually correct those errors. Very interesting. Now, I talk a little bit about uh, raising capital, and a lot of times what I find is that a lot of high-income earners, they, what they don't want is more income. In other words, let's look at, uh, we'll call him Dr. Bob. And Dr. Bob, he's a, a, he makes a, a pretty healthy paycheck, and he works for a hospital, and he gets paid on a W-2. And one of the things that Dr. Bob wants uh, or needs is ways to mitigate his taxes. And can we talk about briefly just kind of a, a 10,000 yard view? When I do real estate deals, sometimes they'll invest in our deal solely because they want the tax benefits. But of course, we are of the understanding that the, the law says otherwise. And like, well, and again, this is I'm asking for for clarity is so, that, right. how, how does so that shake out? So let's just say Dr. Bob. Right. And Dr. Bob is basically getting into real estate because he wants those passive losses. Right. He's going to have positive cash flow, but he may have passive losses. But Dr. Bob doesn't realize until he has his taxes done that he makes too much money to take advantage of those passive losses. 
now Dr. Pop comes to us the following year and we explain to him how to create some passive income through his practice by maybe doing things a little bit differently and setting up his structure a little bit differently. So now we have Dr. Bob has passive income that he's creating. Right. Plus he's got his regular ordinary income and now he's got these passive losses from his real estate that offset his passive income. So now he has basically he's getting that deduction that he would normally have been missing. Outstanding. And again, right back to being proactive instead of reactive by having that tax plan in place. And this is when I hear this is a, a lot of the misinformation that I hear out there in the marketplaces that people are, are saying, well, you could do that all this year. Well, it, to some degree, no, like you just said, is, you know, it's, it's how you structure things from the get go, because all of these benefits, I assume the IRS wants you to qualify. There are certain criteria that says you must do this. And, and lately I've just heard one, the doctor had sold off all of their properties, all of them because their tax professional told them they make too much money to receive any benefits from owning any real estate all at a, ever. And I said, are you sure? I mean, did you, did you ask that question again? And, and it turns out after the fact is I caught on to them after they'd already sold, I don't know, 11, 12 houses. They didn't really, they misunderstood their tax professional. They didn't, they just took it at face value. They heard the you make too much money and they never even asked for tax planning. Right. So they missed the whole point of everything. Was <clears throat> it all begins. You make well, your, it's like we say in real estate, you make your money when you buy. Well, that's why a tax plan is in writing because, you know, a, a tax plan or a conversation is as good as the paper it's written on. Right. People can misconstrue what that conversation is. Right. But when you put it into writing, it's, it's there, it's permanent. You can look at it. You can ask questions about it. So that's the beauty of a tax plan. There you have it. Outstanding. Now, you've got a little present for some of my listeners here before we wrap up that we were talking about. Now's a good time to go ahead and share it with them. I'm sure you'll have a link on your show notes page. Absolutely. Uh, which will take you to craigcodyandcompany.com forward slash Tyler. And you can request a copy of my latest book, 10 Most Expensive Tax Mistakes That Cost Business Owners Thousands. And we will ship that out to you. Oh, Awesome. Even a hard copy book. Yes. All right. No e-books. No e-books. No e-books, huh? Unless you're in Canada. There you go, right? Because that Canadian post will kill you. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I hope you feel better. I know you're recovering from a cold. Yes. Up there in New York. You know, there's room down here in Florida, Craig. <laughs> and there's yeah. people down here that need their taxes done, too. That is that is true. And that you, is would, true. you we... would not be the only guy from New York because there would be two of us down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from the city, though. I'm from Buffalo. That's like a whole different state for for, for you, I'm sure. A lot colder up there. Craig, I really appreciate you taking the time today to come out. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you having me on your show. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to really do it right from the beginning, if you're looking to take your investing to the next level to, in essence, bulletproof your business, get on board with starting out your best investment, that four or 500% ROI. Pick up the phone, send that email, go to the website, do something to engage with Craig and his company. Get started the right way. Ignore the bigger pockets advice. No offense to bigger pockets, but ignore what the untrained people are telling you because they're not going to be there to bail you out once you realize their advice is incorrect. Instead, get a tax plan together. Get a hold of Craig. Get a hold of somebody's company. Sit down. Go through a plan. They're going to ask you a lot of questions. Together as a team, you're going to build a plan as long as you stick to it, just like Craig said. 
then you will have a far better experience as a real estate investor. You're going to do things right the first time. You won't have to learn from those seminars, as I call them, uh, the hard way. So, again, Craig, thank you so much uh, for coming out this week. And, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, just a reminder, if you're looking to join our Facebook group, you have not done that yet, you're missing out. I'm dropping all kinds of information there. I'm dropping videos in there, tutorials and different things that are not offered anywhere else, things I'm not putting out to the general public. That is for people who have joined my Facebook group. It is absolutely free. Quickest way to get there is to go to the link I made for it. That's cashflowguys.com forward slash group. That's cashflowguys.com forward slash group. And folks, you have a great week and we will see you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.